This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Midweek podcast for you. The after show, or whatever you want to call it. We call it a post-game podcast. Al Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. So yesterday I took your advice, and we were talking about having to get uh, my car inspected, and yeah. why do I want to wait on that long line at the DMV, and blah, blah, blah. It sucks over there. So you had mentioned Mavis. You go, oh, Mavis uh, tire. Well, the one by me does inspections, yes. Exactly. Like, there's some that do, some that don't. So I, I got on their website. I uh, clicked on the one uh, in Neptune, which is near me, and uh, it's... You could check off. What do you want to have done? I said, New Jersey inspection. Duh, duh, duh. And then uh, they called uh, me back and left a message that, that said, uh, no Mavis does car inspections. I was like, well, why is it on your website? Like it specifically said you could check off Pennsylvania, yeah. New York, or New Jersey. It's also not true because I've had it done. Hmm. Unless they got Fake rid news. of it. Now, I haven't gone there in, it's probably four years now. Yeah, maybe they got rid of it. It's, so then, what I what I did is I went and I I, I went on the uh, DMV website for Eatontown, New Jersey, which is closest to me. Right. They have a webcam set up so you could see how long the line is. Oh, that's pretty good. No line. Oh, no but kidding. I, but I didn't go. I'm oh. going to go today. Now, why would you have gone if there was no line? <laughs> Honestly, I felt like <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> this is going to be hilarious. I have a certain goals to attain each day, and I don't like to go over them. Excuse me? I have a certain things like that I do each that Like if I have something to do, I check it off, and I go, oh, I'm good for the day. I'm not going to stress myself out and do more things. Why not be an overachiever? So yesterday I was like, I'm going to um, go food shopping. There was one other. Oh, and I had to shoot. There was shoot, one other thing? Yeah, I had to for shoot. the whole my, day? I had to shoot my parlay video. So I was like, I did those two things. I'm going to do the car inspection tomorrow. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I did, did these two, two things. things. Yeah. In it's addition tremendous. to walking the dog. So I was like, you know, the, 
and, and Gina admires that. She likes that I just have a, I pick a couple things and I consider the day a success. Listen, I think that that is a very smart way to go about your day. Yeah. It's very organized. <laughs> it's it. Didn't, I think it takes the stress off your mind of what do I have to right. remember to do. It's like the post-it notes. I think it's I think it's brilliant. I I kind of do the same thing in my phone. I put my to-do list. Yeah. It's just remarkable to me that your to-do list is two things. Yeah, food shopping for one, like one person. And the, what was the second thing I, I had to do? I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't take a poop. I don't know. Oh, no, I shot my parlay video, which there was very stressful. Okay. Very stressful, It should be Jerry. fun. Why is that stressful? No, no I, it actually is fun. I, it's it's much more fun doing it from home. I got a green screen that I put You're behind me. You're everything more fun doing oh, it from home. It's so awesome. Are you going to be miserable when you start coming back? Yes. You are. Okay. Miserable. You don't miss this at all. Like getting up, the you know, I, you know, I don't mean the commute. The commute. Like the routine, having somewhere to go. Like I actually, I couldn't imagine working from home again. Um. No, I like this. I like having this routine here and then walking the dog and then. The dog is going to be just nuts when you she's have gonna to come be back miserable. to work. Yeah, she You're is. Like, what in the F? Even though all she does is sleep during the show doesn't matter you're not home right she yeah. likes that i'm here yeah and you got to get up earlier now to come in because yep. you have to walk the dog and then you, i'm gonna have to get up an hour earlier yeah it's about right so mm. instead of 3 30 2 30 which is pretty good because it could be worse like you could be eddie then he wouldn't even be going to bed right just stay up and come right back to work it's <laughs> funny you gotta walk the dog let's get up at noon right <laughs> just to get it going right i just so got it, home <laughs> I see, Jerry, that there's a, a a Tom Petty box set coming out for With all the songs we have. Well, no, this is uh, in particular when he was recording the album Wildflowers. I okay. guess he re- he recorded a whole bunch of songs, but it's like a very detailed box set in CD form or album form. And I just wonder how many people are buying these things. I don't these know. Days. It's a great like question. you would have to Not be, me. you would have to be so like people love Tom Petty, no doubt about it. But you would have to be so hardcore Tom Petty to go out and purchase a box set, then have a CD player or a record player, as opposed to buying things or using Spotify digitally online. Yeah. No, no doubt. I mean, I like Tom Petty. I would not I would not buy this. And they put these box sets for the most part, they go on to Spotify. So I just wonder how that works economically for a record company to put out a beautiful box set. Maybe they don't produce many of them. Yeah. Which and could like make it a collector's item there, Al. The hardcore collectors get it. I guess. It's nothing I'm interested in, but I'm yeah, sure there's a lot of people that, that are. Like, I love the replacements. I love the replacements. They're putting out a box set, and they put out a box set like last, or maybe a couple of years ago, and they're putting one out now. And the box set comes with like this great uh, magazine inside or something. But I'm like, I, I'm going to buy the box set. Where am I going to put it? And right. I can just listen to it on Spotify. Right. Not only that, where are you going to store it? Because you're never going to take it out. Yeah, where am I going to store it? Mm-hmm. I know. And it's just more stuff that you don't need. But so many classic rock acts are putting out these big box sets. You know why? Why is Because no one buys their new music. Right, but I just wonder who's buying the box sets. I don't like, know, but they're trying. Yeah. Like if you're, I don't know, you get if you're Aerosmith and they come up with a new song, is anybody buying it at this point? No, new Aerosmith, no. Like new Palma. So it's funny. We always talk about music that, you know, a lot of these bands 
put out that we don't ever hear. We just know the hits. So I put Paul McCartney into Spotify the other day because I wanted to get some puts uh, download some wing song. I wanted uh, songs. I wanted to get a couple of Beatles songs on there, and then his new music came up. Yeah. I don't know if they're good or they're not because it does take you a while to listen to a song a few times, yes. I think, before you like it. I'm not going back to them, though. Like, there's nothing there. Right. And I hate to say that. It's Paul McCartney, and I, I love the guy, and it's fun watching and listening, but it's like, you're still making... Who's buying his music? Now, I could see downloading it to Spotify or something like that because you're not paying for it. Right, you How's he making chance. money then? I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. So I, that, no I, I could see Paul McCartney releasing a box set now of like all his tracks yeah. of songs we have, but it's a new way to enjoy Paul McCartney. I could see that. I don't know who's buying it, but I could see him doing it. Right. But, That's a good question. Yeah. So maybe the Tom Petty people want more money and they think they're going to make it with a box set. I don't know. But like when I listen on satellite radio to the, I'm a classic rocker, you know, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll all be talking about like this. Oh my gosh. Cannot wait for this new Tom Petty box set to come out. Well, like, huh? that's interesting because on one hand you could sit there and say, well, that's what they do. And I totally get it. But I kind of put you, not that you do it. I put you in that class. Like you yes. like music like they do. Right. And it doesn't seem to be the case. And I normally would be in for a box set. Right. Like, but and well, Bruce Springsteen still puts out new music, and I'm and I like the two singles he's put out so far, and a whole album's coming in a couple weeks. Like how I'll many, be into that. How many songs do you think Bruce Springsteen's released? Oh man, and they say he's got like almost double unreleased. That really he hasn't put out. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, his estate guys, when he passes away when they oh, release that, could you imagine? I would love to be in that. Will <laughs> well, just keep hanging out by his driveway. <laughs> Bruce, we're over here. <laughs> you Please, freak. Mr. Bruce. Mr. Bruce. <laughs> Mr. Bruce. Cousin Brucey. Mr. Bruce. Yeah. Uh, then here's an interesting story, Jerry, I saw. This was sent to me by a number of alert listeners. Uh, there are a couple of uh, these African gray parrots. I almost said African gay parrots. African gray parrots. That are cursing? Yeah, they're cursing, and they're at a wild wildlife park in the U.K., and they had to throw them out of the zoo. They had to remove them from the zoo because they were encouraging each other to curse out the tourists. Now, was there a mm-hmm. video attached to this? Let me see. Or was it just a story? Because mm-hmm. I saw the headline. I did not have a chance to. It says the footage that. shared on Facebook pulled in more than 100,000 views in a week. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So I guess it's Cursing real. parrots. Are you going to get one of those next? Why don't you get the cursing one? I, I would love an African gray parrot, but... Sometimes they'll just scream, like screech. Oh, I can't. My, I'm in this condo. That's Imagine true. if I had a bird and a dog. Maybe no. the bird could keep the dog company. I could not. Maybe get another dog. I could see that. Two dogs. Yeah. They do say that these dogs, in particular, like a companion for sure. And when you're going to be coming to work and being away from the condo for yeah. nine hours every day, perhaps it when, would make sense. Get a puppy. Get, when people get two dogs, now you're picking up two poops. You're worrying about two dogs going to the bathroom, two dogs being healthy. It's like having multiple children. To a now point. You've got two of them. You're responsible for two living creatures, yes. For two living creatures. Yes. You're 51. You've got, you're good. You're mature you think enough I can to handle, handle it? it? Yes, of course. Until you come back to work, then you're going to be miserable. What have I got I cursing can't. parrots? No. I. You know what? I just want, I want eight degrees and windy. Yeah. 
Well, listen, you mentioned this morning when you woke up and it was a hurricane. Oh. It felt like a hurricane outside. Yeah, what was it like down there? Uh, like a hurricane. It was, there were just things knocked over. Yeah. Things it was bad. Over. It was very bad. It really, honestly, I said it in the warm-up show, which is coming up soon. I said that to myself this morning, like, you know what? I want to go back in the house and just set up and not go in. Yeah. Like, this is, br- and the ride in was horrible. So, I, you know what? Good for you today. I think I said this once before, but I forgot. Is is you said there is pay parking on the street still? Not much, but there Not is. Much so, but you gotta you gotta look for it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. I mean, it's um, it's busy out here, and these yeah. postal trucks, dude, are freaking everywhere. They take up all the spots. Oh, this, remember the spots on King that you know sometimes once in a while you get a yeah. spot. That is now it's they've got it down to a science. It's that crappy brown and white van for that food truck that does not, it doesn't move. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got three postal trucks. And you know what really pisses you off is they space them out just enough yes. to not allow any cars in. Right. But then they park their cars there. Oh, really? Yes. Because if you go out now, Scam. you'll see the cars with the U.S. Postal placards on oh, them. Interesting. So they're driving. They're making sure no one else can take those spots. Mm. So that's pretty crappy. And so, and there's no parking out front. That's gone because of all the construction. It's gone right. to the. It's unbelievable what is going on around here. Hmm. It's tough, man. Yeah, I thought we were going to get the scooters. I was ready to start driving around for a spot again. Yes, with a scooter. But we didn't. I, I know Eddie got his. We didn't get ours. Yeah, that's exciting that Eddie got his. Yes, very. I would love a scooter down here at the Jersey Shore. More exciting scooter, if we get them. Scooter all around. Yeah, I would. Love I would to. like to see a video of, of Eddie scooting. I get the sense that he's never going to use that thing. I do too. He doesn't seem like the sky. Now, I don't know that. I could be wrong. I could see him on a Saturday morning go for a nice scoot, but he doesn't seem like that type to me. Right. He's like the walking, hiking type. Right. He seems a type where if he saw someone on the scooter, he'd think they were a tool. Yeah. Well, I even asked him because he parked really far away the other day. I said, well, what about the scooter? He goes, oh, no, I can't do that here. <laughs> I'm like, well, what's the point then? It's a New Jersey scooter. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. What are you going to do? Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Jerry. That's uh, it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to eat, uh, take the dog for a walk. I'm What's on your eat, list? Eat a peanut butter and jelly That's sandwich. That's not so on I'm your gonna list. Go to That's the, lunch. Then I'm going to go to the DMV. I'm going to give it a shot. Is that it? Uh, like that's your list? For today, yeah. Wow. Okay. What's on your list? Uh, we have a an appointment with the doctor at 1230. Okay. Uh, virtual. I Ooh. have... Um, have you done any of those uh, prior virtual appointments? I have not. We've been doing it for my son. We have, yes. Yeah, I'm. Uh, how They're does fine. It, yeah, I think. I, I mean, would, I you think still got to feel like it was fine. It is. You still got to go in, you know, for certain things. But yeah. for just a consultation and like checkups and stuff like that, it's fine. It's okay. So we have that at twelve thirty. I have exercise with my friend at one fifteen. And then at 2, I have to drive and get my son from school, drop him off. I have to go to Red Bank to pick up baseballs for our travel team. Um, At 3.30, I have to go cut the grass at the complex, the outfield, because I do that every week for them, Hmm. once a week. And then at 5.30, we're leaving for my son's game. Game's at 6. Hopefully be home by 8.30, take a shower, watch a little Yankee baseball, and fall asleep. Do it all again. Pretty much. Thursday. Yeah, tomorrow's actually busier, but yes, that is my mm-hmm. that is my Wednesday. Not a lot of downtime. Uh, no, not a lot of downtime. Mm-mm. But that's okay. That's the way you like it, Jerry. You like being busy. 
I do like being busy. I, I cannot for the life of me. Now, I think if I was single, it might be a little different. Like if I had no one around and it was just, you know what, I could chill out on the couch and just watch TV and be lazy and, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it's like I can sit in the house just staring at my, you know, me and my wife staring at one another or the kids like, you know, I don't know. I got to do something, even if it's go out and throw the ball with them or go shopping with her. Like I, yeah. I just can't sit home and do nothing. I feel like I should be doing something. Right, your worst thing that you like the least is taking a vacation and not doing it. Oh, what a waste of time. <laughs> what an absolute colossal waste of time. God, might as well write on the calendar, days passing by your life that are useless. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's awful. Ugh. Notice I haven't taken a vacation this year. Uh, yeah, right, because right, you can't, can't go, go anywhere. anywhere. I'm out, thank you. All right, we got to go. All right, Jerry, warm up next. So... Alan Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. There we go. It's 5.03. It's a Wednesday morning. Great to have you with us. It's the warm-up show until 6 o'clock. And I will say this as we head down to Bradley Beach to say hello to Al Dukes. This is the first day, I would say, since I started coming back regularly into New York City here at the station that I did not want to. How are you, Al? How's it going? This again. No, I was just teasing. Hi, Jerry. What's up? <laughs> you were not amused by that. No, I would have been fine. I could have talked about the Yankee <laughs> game for 15 minutes. <laughs> I said to Eddie, I'm going to fool Jerry. You know what's so funny about that was driving in. I actually had the idea of having Eddie keep your pot down. <laughs> but then I'm and like, me I, just shouting. But I just didn't want to get in. I just didn't want to <laughs> tick you off at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and then you pull that crap. Yeah. Then you pull this crap on us. And it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah. When it uh, the 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 wind and the oh, rain, I could not. But when I, I it was like, I woke up. Like, is it a hurricane out there? Right. I mean, unbelievable. And then driving in, whole you couldn't yeah, even your car see. must have been all over the road, the bridges. You know what? It Very is dangerous too. when you get on the bridges. The bridges were actually okay. It was the BQE with all the trucks. Oh my yeah. god! I mean, and then on the Staten Island Expressway, I think there was a jackknife uh, tractor trailer. Just terrible. So. Yeah, and then like locally in everybody's neighborhood, if you put out your recycling or if your recycling just sits on the side of your house, it's all over the streets. Well, I guess with there's the bottles smaller, everywhere. With a smaller pail, sure. We have the much yeah. larger pails. So and you got nice uh, covers for them. Yeah, not an issue. I, I did do like what Boomer and Geo say. I I was looking for my cushions this morning. They're still out there. Good for you. Look at that. Because the cushions can definitely blow away in this situation, Jerry. I'm very curious. As a matter of fact, I can check my handy-dandy video camera oh. if the pool cover is still on. <laughs> <laughs> it's three doors down on the neighbor's uh, front yeah, porch. That might not. I'm going to check that now as we uh, continue. Jerry, when did you feel confident in that Yankee Do game? nothing. Yep, same here. Because it felt like, A, they were locked in, and B, uh, when Garrett Cole went out there, he was working fast. It looked like he had an extra gear, and he just looked like he was going to blow away the Indians all night. Right. I mean, the confidence that could give your pitcher, Jerry, when you're up 2 nothing and, and uh, you get a two-run cushion there, yep. perfect. I totally agree. I thought right at that moment, like, they're winning this game. I did feel like, for the first time, I felt a... Was that crickets in your yes, backyard? Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to stop it sometimes. <laughs> I didn't know the volume would be on. <laughs> That's cool. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, for the first time, I did feel, though, I did feel the crowd missing. 
Yeah, I, you know what? I felt that watching all four. I watched a good portion of all four games yesterday. I didn't see them all, but I saw a lot, a good amount of all of them. And you know what? Regular season baseball, it was totally cool and yes. normal. It didn't bother me. Yesterday just felt like a normal baseball day. It did not feel like the playoffs. I agree with you. Yeah, I wanted like we you know for Judge to hit that home run in a packed Cleveland Indian Stadium. That the the hush that would have come over. Sure, like, now, <gasps> you had the hush. It was you did quiet. have the hush, but it, but it wasn't like loud to quiet. <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right. It, it it definitely felt different. It just felt like another game. Yeah, it definitely felt like a different game. And I then, of course, like Stanton homers. You know, when it, again, when it doesn't matter, it ninth doesn't inning count. Right. Well, better than not homering, I suppose. Maybe <laughs> that gets them going into the next game. Now, we do this Yankee player of the game, Jerry, Yeah. Um, when they win. It's either Judge, Torres, or Cole. Right. Or well, Gardner, here's my thing. Like, the way. like, I think Torres, if you're picking a, a hitting situation, because he had the three RBIs, yep. right? But do you give it to Cole because he really shut him down? He did. He was terrific. He was everything you wanted him to be. Or do you give it to Judge for getting them mm, off and running? He set the tone. Set the tone. I relaxed would say, him. Mm, I would go with Cole. You would? I would because he could have That went was out his there. spot. Yes, and he could have went out there and given up a few. You know, give up the one home run. I Yeah, I would say Cole. Seven innings, 13 strikes. How about this stat? I got to see where it is. Uh, I don't All have it right. in front of me. I believe Cole is the first. I don't want to say this wrong. You just do, make it up. Just no, say I it want confidently, to say he's Jerry. He's the first American League postseason pitcher to throw seven innings with thirteen strikeouts and have no walks. No walks. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is. If I got that, working. I'm pretty sure I got that right. I even watched the game. I didn't even put on a murder mystery. Look at you. That's how I was. How into it I was because it was playoff baseball. Did you watch any of the other games? I did not watch any of the other games. I'm strictly a Yankee fan, Jerry. Okay. And Mets. And Mets, right. Exactly. Yankees when it counts. I was going to almost – I almost bet the Indians just because I was like, okay, listen, if the Yankees lose, that's bad for the radio station, but it would be good for me, and that would be a way – I thought I could jinx the Yankees into a win if I bet the Indians. That would have been good. But I didn't because I'm like, I'm not betting baseball. I hear you. And – uh but it was so cool. Much, it's so much better winning at football. Yes. Well, just you know, football's so limited. Like I guess, like to the weekend. <laughs> Although I guess you could do Thursday, well, Sunday, right? You get Monday. into baseball, you start doing it every day. That is very true. <laughs> I enjoy right, but, the baseball. I do because you know you look at the pitching matchups, the team that's on a run. I don't know. I I disagree with G. I don't think betting baseball is as hard as he makes it seem. I think it's. Yeah. I actually think it's easier than football, to be quite honest. Now, do you think tonight? Letdown game for the Yankees with no, Tanaka on the mound. Do you think I they? Don't. Do you think they close it out tonight? I think they have a great chance to close really? it out tonight. I do. And what's disappointing though is I didn't realize. I guess the next series won't start till Monday. Is that right? Which I didn't realize. I thought over the weekend it would have started. I didn't. I thought there were the no schedule. days off. I guess once we get to the bubble cities, that's oh, when bubble cities. No, I guess I believe so. And Jerry, as a guy who watches uh, you and your son get locked into baseball, you watch MLB Network, all those sort of things. What can you tell me about Carlos Carrasco, the Indians um, pitcher? He's coming back from leukemia. Leukemia? I believe so, yeah. I believe oh, he... no. I believe Carrasco was diagnosed with cancer last year. What? I'm pretty sure. Oh, man, this I'm is going to be sure. a redemption story. It, well, very well could I'm be. I'm going to bet Carlos Carrasco then tonight. Okay. A cancer guy coming I, back, I pinching so. a, a man know. with cancer? Gotta, Pitching in the playoffs? I got to double check that. Oh, boy. But I'm pretty sure, yeah. 
I'm pretty sure. He goes up against Masahiro Tanaka. Who you can't stand. Well, I don't, I just. <laughs> not a big game pitcher. <laughs> I called him not a big game pitcher because I just feel like he gives up early home runs. And well, know you know he's going to do it tonight. You give up an early solo home run, go win 7-1. I mean, yeah. Right. Uh, yes, Carlos Carrasco last summer was diagnosed with a form of blood cancer. Oh, my goodness. Yep. And he's still playing? He's battled back. Him. That's a man. And then there was a pitcher on the Rockies. I'm blanking out on his name. He came back from, I believe it was testicular cancer, mm-hmm. two years ago and was back last season. Well, maybe it was, maybe it was longer than ago. Maybe it was longer than that. Maybe it was three or four years ago and came back a year later. Okay, so listen. If you lose this game, this guy had some sort of blood cancer. He deserves a win. Then we got the Yankees got to get game three. Uh, yes, but they might get game two. Don't give up on game two just yet. Because Carrasco could pitch well, then maybe the bullpen blows it. That's very true. There's no question about that. I think the Mets know something about that. And the, and the Phillies know something about that. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> and I liked, uh, I liked uh, Gardy goes Yardy last night, Jerry. Yeah, you know what? It's funny because there were certain people when the Yankee lineup came out and they were like Gardner's in the lineup. And you know what? He goes out because he, he didn't have a great regular season. But I guess he finished well. And so he gets the start. He played well. And then I know there were people, Andujar not being on the postseason roster. You know what? Not, or at least the series. Sorry, not postseason. They're not, he's not on this series roster. Just go out and win these games, and then we'll see what we do next series. Those guys stuffed it right in your face if you were doubting Brett Gardner. Right in your face. Yeah, he did a nice job. It was pretty good last night. Yeah, that felt nice. Pretty, pretty good, yes. That so. felt like Yankees are not going to blow this series. That's what that felt like. Well, you know what's so interesting? What is the number? I think it said, and I know every year is different. I get it. But it said something like the Indians have lost, was it nine straight postseason games or something like that? Oh, that's not saw. I forget what the number is. I'll double check that. But did you see the number on the Twins? The Twinsies? They've lost 14 straight postseason games. Oh, my God. I mean, just, and and listen, I know they're not a great postseason team because it seems like the Yankees sweep them every year. But you figure somewhere along the way, yeah, they won a, a couple of games. Yeah, really wild. And a lot of people were angry that they had to sit through A-Rod. I kind of like A-Rod. I like A-Rod. A-Rod. He does not bother me at all. Yeah, me neither. Does not bother me at all. So, uh, and you know, 17 consecutive postseason losses for the Twins. Really? Yes. Who, by the way, gave the game away because Jorge Polanco made a horrendous throwing error at shortstop. And then the Astros scored the go-ahead runs right after. It would have been out of the inning. 1-1 one, one, would have been coming... Up to bat, I would bet the Twins now. Cause here's why: like, with if I'm, I'm rarely in a casino, and I rarely bet casino yeah. games. But sometimes when I'm going by the roulette, and like 17 Reds came out in a row, I'm like, I'm gonna bet the black. All right, you want to, you want to. That's what you, I'm doing. You want to bet the Twins today? Who are they playing? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, look at this. I'll give you three guesses. All right, good. Go ahead. I think no. I was gonna say I think I know. I do. Oh, go ahead. Give me three guesses. Go ahead. You have three oh. guesses. I know who they're playing. I All right, they're the games. They're playing um, Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> no, the Blue Jays lost to the Rays yesterday. Okay. So, Ooh, so you know they're not playing the Rays. I know eliminates. They, oh, Oakland A's. <laughs> no, no, but they're in it. They are. They lost to, to who? Kid he, he had six innings of a perfect game. Listen, Jerry, I was really locked in on this Yankee situation. <laughs> so I don't know what goes on in these other <laughs> baseball's right. very local. The A's lost to Lucas Giolito and mm-hmm. the Lucas Oh, the White Sox. Good. The only one team yes. left. 
Yes. That I don't know who the who the other team is. Really? Okay. Yeah. They lost to the I'm Astros. Yankee guy. Oh, those guys. I don't count. They are cheaters, Jerry. They weren't yesterday. I they won fair and square. I don't consider what them. What are you going to do if they win the World Series? I don't consider them baseball anymore. Right. Okay. They're cheaters. Is Dusty Baker baseball? Dusty Baker is, yeah. What do you think of him? I like Dusty Baker. He's old school. He'll punch you right in the mouth if he right. doesn't like something. So are you going to complain then if Dusty wins? No. I do like Dusty Baker. Okay, I then. like anyone who was a player when I was a kid who's now a manager. Well, there you go. So Dusty Baker fits into there. Yes. Please don't ask me what he has to do with the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> He's their DH. We know this. <laughs> we know this, Jerry. We know this already. <laughs> Yes, maybe it was 1985. <laughs> oh, you know what's the other cool thing with the broadcast last night? Not only did you get A-Rod, but um, oh, I loved that the bats were so mic'd up that every... Know, you re- well, that's whoosh. the ESPN thing. Oh, I love I love that. They give you great... Yeah, they give you great sound effects. Yes. You know, with the mics. I, I agree. It does sound pretty good. Even like the, the ball hitting the catcher's mid. The yeah. Whoosh, when the, Judge when hit, hit that ball, yeah. like it was like gone. Like just right. from the sound of the bat. Gone. Even the balls that were hit in the gap, like uh, um, Voight hit that ball in the gap. Yeah. <laughs> Just that's such a solid hit on the, it's like the the old fake when the back before sound effects were a thing and you had to make your own. You'd bring like two pieces of wood, right. the play-by-play guy <laughs> would knock them together. <laughs> when they were recreating the Yeah, recreating. In 1935. Oh. <laughs> and here comes Babe Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> That must have been cool because you got to written the script. Right. So how do I want to describe this one now? <laughs> how about they went in the bottom of the ninth? And how about the fact how about there, there was a game on ABC yesterday? The Astro game was on ABC. Isn't During the day? No, Al, at midnight on replay. Who was, who yes. do they, how do they have enough people to call all these games? You know, it's funny you say that because I'm still not even sure who did the Rays game. So you had four. Now today... You've got eight games. Eight games. Starting at noon, every hour. Oh noon, one, two, three, four, five, and then seven and ten. This is like NCAA tournament. It's pretty, it really baseball is. It's style. pretty cool if you like baseball. It is pretty neat. Uh, but, yeah, like I turned the Rays game on to watch Blake Snell for a few innings. I'm like, I had no – I think Jimmy Rollins was the analyst. I'm not even 100% sure. And I have no idea who the play-by-play guy was. Not a clue. Hmm. And today, that was only with four games. Today, you got eight games you got to cover. Eight games. I'm sure Burkhart will be on one. Oh, yeah. I would feel, you know what, I say that maybe not because of NFL responsibility. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure where they get everybody from. Somebody keeps telling me they think Aikman and Buck are going to call in sick for that Jet game on and Thursday do night a baseball and, game? and make Burkhart go do it. <laughs> they should. That would be true. <laughs> We're not way, feeling He wouldn't well. mind that. He yeah. to come home. See his family. He mm-hmm. wouldn't mind that at all, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Because he didn't he do the giant game this weekend. Yes. You sure about that? He says confidently. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. No. He was home uh, this weekend. So now you know he lives in L.A. and I'm sure he's back home and he'd have to fly back for uh, tomorrow night. But I'm sure he'd love that. I'd always be worried, like if I was a broadcaster and you know you're flying and while flying is very safe, there have been situations where it's not. Imagine, like. You, your life is affected by traveling to a Jet Bronco game when they both teams stink. What do you mean your life is affected? What do you mean? Like, what if there's trouble with the plane? 
And that was where you were going to a Jet Bronco game to call. It's business. You're going for a job. Business is business. I mean, whatever. I, listen, no one I wants that to happen ever. Home. It doesn't matter. Just let's not have that happen. Right. Leave it there. That's fair, Jerry. Let's leave it there. And let's take a break on All that right. sad note. <laughs> oh, more upbeat and positive <laughs> no, when we come back on no, the other side. No, not sad. Nothing happened. I'm Nothing just happened, but you're sitting there thinking about it. No, I'm just thinking like when there's the horrible games that you have to, you know, all this traveling to get to games. Like imagine like, I'm like, I don't want to risk anything going to a Jet Broncos game where they both stink. I did Columbia football oh, nice. in the midst of a 24-game losing streak. <laughs> Would have been bad to get into a car accident driving up to Harvard one second. Right, imagine like you totaled your car and you're like, yeah, I was going to. <laughs> No, it was work. Columbia it was, game. <laughs> nope, it was work. You don't. I, you do not think it that way. All right, All let's right. take a quick break. More fun stuff on the other side. This portion sponsored by eight seven seven eight abused. It's the warm up show until six on the fan. Al and Jerry, they suffered for their art. Now it's your turn. All right, twenty five after five. It is nice to have you with us. The morning after a Yankee series opening win in Cleveland, as they just throttled. The Indians, I did pick the Yankees to win. Al picked the Indians to win last night, so he was wrong. I was right. That's kind of cool. What else you got, Al? Uh, oh, the Jets and Broncos. Thursday night, Jerry. It turns out that the Broncos are going to start quarterback Brett Rippin, who is the nephew of Mark Rippin, who you know from his time with the Washington football team, Jerry. I would say it's a good time for the Jets to get their first win, because if not, oof. I did check this morning. I checked uh, the sports betting apps, and the Jets are still underdogs by a point. Are they really? Yeah, one point underdogs at home against a quarterback named Brett Rippon. Wow. That, I mean, that is – you want to talk about just the state of this franchise and what people think of them? Man. I mean, no. I, if it was in Denver, okay, I get right. it. <laughs> Not that it matters, I suppose, with the no crowd thing, but geez, yeah, okay. Now, I did Google Mark Rippon to see how old he is, Jerry. How old would you put Mark Rippon at? I would say Mark Rippon is probably Boomer's age. I'd he was, say older, than maybe older than Boomer, 60. I would say 60. He is 57. Okay. He will be uh, 58 in just uh, actually just a couple days, his birthday. Now, this is a dude who's been on a million teams. Uh, Washington, Browns, Rams, Eagles, Rams again, Falcons, Colts, Seahawks. I mean, my goodness. Do you think 57-year-old Mark Rippon could beat the Jets right now? He's under center. He's got a nice offensive line. I do not. That would be embarrassing. (laughs) As opposed to the way they're playing anyway? (laughs) (laughs) That would be more embarrassing, you think, than Brett Rippon beating them, right? I just want to double check. Yeah, I would say that would be more embarrassing, yes. So, even though uh, I'm looking at his accolades, Jerry, two-time Super Bowl champion. He's 57. Super Bowl MVP. Now, Brett Favre, on the other hand, Ooh. I could see Brett Favre <laughs> lining up under center and <laughs> start slinging it all over the field. Like he, I could Brett see Favre that. could probably still take a hit. I bet you he could. I bet. And what is he? Fifty-two, probably. Favre. I could see that. Mark I mean, Rippon's one listen, of these. Tom Brady's forty-three, still doing it at a high yeah. level. So why not? Let's see. How old is Brett Favre? He is. He's fifty. He could 50. definitely do it. Oh, he could definitely. Mark Rippon's 57, and I'm I'm questioning that. Like, you're Brett Favre. Why not be the backup somewhere? Right. He's got to be better like, than half the backups in the league. I would pick a team that has a decent offensive line, right? Right, yeah. Because you just don't want to get hit. Agreed. 
But he could go in there and hand the ball off and throw it once in a while as a backup quarterback and could still be making a million dollars a year. Mark Rippon's one of these guys with a sneaky good career. Mark Rippon was a good quarterback. Yeah. This guy was a two-time Super Bowl champion. Yep. Not a great quarterback. He was a good Not quarterback. Not a great. Good. He was good. Not great. Good. Yes. I'm trying to see if I could find his uh, his career career winning stats. His career winning stats? Yeah. What does that mean? You mean his win-loss like, record? Yeah, something oh. like that. <laughs> his winning stats. I'll give you this one, and then I'll get off Mark Griffin. Yeah. 115 touchdowns to 88 interceptions. Pretty good. Solid. Absolutely. Pretty good. Yep. He ended his career, Jerry, with someone called the Rochester Raiders. Is that arena Oof. football? Oof. Ooh, let me see. Rochester Raiders, indoor football team, yeah. Mark Rippon played indoor football? <laughs> That's right, in 2006. 2006? Wow. Yeah. I guess he was hanging on. How about that? How about, so, for, that he was 43. so think of this. At the age Brady's doing it in Tampa in the NFL, Rippon went to the Arena Football League right. or the Indoor Football League, whatever it was. Indoor. Did you ever, did you ever watch the Lingerie League? Uh, I have seen clips of the Lingerie League. That's amazing to me that that's a thing. Yeah, they wear lingerie with shoulder pads. Yes. <laughs> they hit pretty hard. They do. And it's no joke. Like, they're playing football. It's so you don't think I could... It's crazy to me that it exists. Do you think I could get a job quarterbacking in the lingerie football? I don't, league? actually. <laughs> I don't either. I sadly don't think so. You're also 51. That's true. I'm like Mark Rippon's age. Almost. You're like Brett Favre. I'm like Brett Favre, yeah. I'm older than Brett Favre. Think about that for just a moment. Those girls would Let run circles in. around your old ass. Yeah. If you think about it, they're in their twenties, and you're you you could be their dad. Well, not well. I mean, if they're well, in their twenties, you could be right, their dad. I could be their dad, right? Absolutely. I'd still even be old. I'd be in my thirties when I had them. Right. When sure. I had these gals. Yes. Speaking of that, Jerry, did you see that uh, Patrick Mahomes and his fiance are having a baby? He's got a lot going for him right now. He's got a lot going on. Now, now they, here, all right, let me, here's the question. Yeah. Will he be distracted now because Ooh. he's going to be a new father? I don't think so. I don't either. I think his kid's so good, I don't think it matters. Yeah, same here. Now, they don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet. Okay. If it was a boy, do you think there would be a school willing to sign him right now? No, I don't. For 18 years in the future? I, I do not. I do. I don't. Stop it. As a fun publicity stunt, we're well, taking that would, Patrick Mahomes' baby. For that reason, if you wanted for publicity to offer Patrick Mahomes' son yes. a football scholarship, yes. that would be a fun, again, it's a it's it's goofy, but it's not serious. But like, and what if this kid doesn't want to play sports? Right, exactly. You have He'd no idea. He's got to go out and do something. What if he turns out to be a lazy kid? Like right. my dad's He's Patrick late. Mahomes. I don't have to do right. anything. I ain't doing squat. You never know until they actually get out there themselves. And some right. kids, how He's about lazy. this? He's lazy. What would have happened if, if let's say, Duke, to try and get back at, uh, you know, North Carolina, signed Michael Jordan's son? Ooh. How would that have gone? Not well. Right. Now, you could have made the same case for Bronny. Now, I think he will end up being an NBA player. Might even play with his dad at some point. But the Jordan kids never became NBA players. Right, that's hit or miss. You got the Griffey, uh, Griffey Jr. Right. did it, but plenty of others not. And what if it ended with you already had Pat Mahomes, the pitcher. What if that ends with his son and it doesn't extend to the grandson? Now, the Mannings are ridiculous. Yes. Because you've got this kid now, and he's in high school now. Arch Manning. Yeah. That's another Arch Manning. They're already talking about him being the next great thing. Yeah. So it can happen, but who knows? 
Hmm. Think so about would, all the great players. Why are we not? How come someone's not offering Tom Brady's son something? Oh, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not mm-hmm. that easy. Not that easy. I like where your head's at, though. I'm trying to think, like, would I would have wanted my father to be a famous athlete or not? Would that have made you famous? Yeah, like, then but yes. would I been would I been like would they have been looking to me to to follow in his footsteps? Well, that's and that's always the hard thing about coming next. You know, yeah. it's like, all right, my dad was so great. Now, what do I do? You know, those are the types of things that are very difficult. I would think on the kids. The only thing I would have liked is if my dad had some sort of business that was essentially running itself, and then he you just took it, it to over. Me. Yeah, but I didn't have to do any work because well, I didn't want to ruin it. So or... you want to you want to be the son that just walks in? Where's my office? <laughs> yes. Hold my calls. <laughs> I've got games to I play. Want, I want to be the son that I have somewhere to go every day into this big office. People have to treat me like I'm important because my dad started the company. And oh, you really would have been the worst. <laughs> You would have been the absolute worst. You know how they would have been talking about you around yeah. the office? And I just walk around going, how's it going? Like to different people. Oh, you are oh, terrible. How's it Why going Why would you today? want that? Because it seems like Don't easy. Do you have any self-respect? Easy work. No, but it's not work. You're just but living I have somewhere in to go every shadow. morning. Right. Oh. I'm living in my dad's work. That's awful, dude. I, you, I'll just show I can up. respect wanting to take over your dad's you know, the business. company. And running it. That's yeah. fine. And still very lucky, by the way. Right. But to sit there and say, you know what? My dad made it for us. Where's my office? <laughs> I want to be a f- the figurehead at the oh, office. Oh, God. I'll wear a suit and everything. That's a character flaw, dude. <laughs> it really is. I got to be honest. <laughs> I mean, geez. Eddie, am I wrong about this? <laughs> no, you're spot on. I mean, come on. <laughs> And as soon as like people see me pull up, I'd have like a fancy car. And they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, you're the little God. brat. Right now, we got to pretend to like this guy. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you would get a lot of phony hellos, and a lot of you have had, you would have phony friends. Right. And at the at the end of the day, I get the sense you wouldn't care because you'd have all the money. No, I'd you feel pig. bad after I'd be. <laughs> I'd be like, what have I done? When I was old and dying, I'd be like, what have I done with my life? Uh, that depends on what you have done with your life. If you actually traveled and did things and had immense wealth, you wouldn't yeah, care. Right. I think you would. I think you would look back and be like, you know, these idiots working. I Pretty had good. it right the whole time. Yeah, boy, I got lucky. <laughs> thank God for my dad. Yeah, my goodness. <laughs> oh, thank God for a break. I need one to go oh. wash up. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> disgusting segment. <laughs> Twenty-five in front of six. We'll take a break. We'll get you in Boomer and Geo uh, at the top of the hour. This portion of the warm-up show has been brought to you by Mercedes Benz of Morristown, which is probably where um, Al would have gone to go get that fancy. Oh, car. immediately. <laughs> We're coming right back on the fan. <laughs> Alan Jerry, because you can't get enough sports with the other 23 hours in the day. I guess. I'm not really sure what that means, but I do know that the Yankees won last night 12 to 3. So they are one win away from advancing to the next round of the playoffs as they began last night. And you also got game one of the NBA Finals tonight. Henrik Lundqvist is going to be bought out later today by the New York Rangers. What else you got, Al? I saw that Henrik Lundqvist news, Jerry. I was trying to think, like, who could we compare his Ranger career to, like, with... Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. Yeah, that's the first person I think of. Great, great player. Did not win a championship, but was a great player. 
And been there a long time, yes? Yeah, yeah. Now, Lundquist is going to be bought out. He's going to go somewhere else. Ewing went to the Seattle Supersonics, I think. Yes, you're correct. Um, But that, to me, is the – that's the parallel right there. And, you know, Lundquist went to the Stanley Cup Finals, didn't win. Patrick went to the NBA Finals, didn't win. That, to me, is the – that's the comparison. So he's he wants to go play for another team. He'll be a backup goalie somewhere. I get if he wants to play. I'm sure someone would sign him. Yeah, he'll be an unrestricted free agent. He's 15 years with the Rangers. He's 38, and I don't know. Is there a team that would sign him to be a starter, a platoon starter, or a backup? I'm not sure. It's going to be you know at 38. Does he want to end up in a new city somewhere? And not I want to say start over because you're not really starting over, but you're starting over in the new city. I suppose, and then it's, you know, you're going to play for a year, two years, like what's your future? Or do you just say, you know what, I've made a lot of money, and it's it's time. These guys seem, the guys that like have played with one team for a long time, they seem like they like the idea of a fresh start somewhere else, like a Tom Brady going to Tampa. I could see that. I mean, in some cases there are people, I heard David Wright on with Joe and Evan, and it meant a lot to him to only play for the Mets for his entire career. But I'm sure there's a lot of guys that you know what after you know Eddie you've been here how long 20 28 years what is it 30 years 31 31 like i'm sure there's a part of you that there are days that you sit there and say you know it'd be kind of cool to go do something somewhere else no okay eddie's not one of those people not one of those guys all right then so when eddie retires he's a fanner and that's it he's out i guess so <laughs> yeah i feel like i would want to i think i would like to just play with one team because then everything in your house can just be that one team. That is very true. And you will always be remembered as, of course, for you, it'll be, you know, Fan and Boomer and Cart and Boomer and Geo, but you also have David Lee Roth. Right. But that's such a short, that was such a short stay, Jerry. Right, I don't it was even, a stay. I don't even really count it. Well, it counts. I mean, you were there. You I did was put there. You time in. Right. You know, you do have uh, 1027. 1027, 92.3. Yeah. So your career is not really just one team. You're right. You'd some minor but Eddie instance. is. Eddie is, yeah. Eddie is. Absolutely. He's truly the one, because you were even at WJDM in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Um, and 106.3 sure. in, in New Jersey. Yes, that is true. Well, Eddie, you probably worked at the college radio station in Stony Brook, didn't you? Yeah, WUSB for about five minutes. Well, five minutes is five minutes. Indeed. That's right. It's on the list. It's on the list. <laughs> That's funny. That's your only other radio experience? Yeah. Wow. I've done some... I guess you would call it freelance work. I don't That's know if that true. counts. You worked for the Jets. That uh, counts. No, that was through FAN. Oh, all right. What freelance? Well, for like I've done like a few shows with Westwood where I went uptown and worked for them, and then all the work. Oh, sounds like someone's been somewhere else, Ooh, Al, for Westwood through here, you know? But it was still Westwood. That, I, But I didn't get paid, so oh. then <laughs> it was Well, why okay. would you do it then? Because Boomer said, I right, we'll set this up. Oh, got it. Go do this. <laughs> you remember how I used to do fool around when they used to do the credits oh, yeah. for that NFL preview? <laughs> Eddie used to work the NFL preview thing. You know, just you know, you know, make sure all the levels are right and get it recorded, all that stuff. And at the end, uh, the announcer would thank everybody and would never say Eddie's name. So Eddie, <laughs> when I'd be in the studio with Eddie, he'd say, "Blank Eddie Scazzeri." <laughs> No, it was Eddie Scazzeri can go screw himself in Macy's window. (laughs) (laughs) Meantime, they're thanking some research intern. (laughs) Well, what are you going to do? So, yeah, so that's the comparison I would give you would be Patrick Ewing to Henrik Lundqvist. 
Jerry, there was the NFL's first coronavirus outbreak. Yeah, and they're still planning on playing this weekend. Eight members of the Tennessee Titans have tested positive. Three players, five personnel. So let's, uh, let's not five think that personnel. It's, it's eight players. It's three oh, okay. players. And so far, no one else has tested positive. So they still say they're going to play the game this weekend. Yes. Yes. They're playing the Steelers. And slight chance they could move it to Monday. But as of now, the game is still on. They better not infect the Steelers. Or the rest of Mike, the NFL. Mike Tomlin will not go for that. That would not go well. You are absolutely right. If you're infecting. I wonder, so they don't tell you which player it is, right? Actually, there are, they, they didn't say it, but there are three players that went to the COVID list, I want to say, even though they say they, it doesn't say that they're the players infected. I can tell yeah. you right now who they are. Here we go. NFL plans on playing the Titans game. Uh, let's see as this loads up. All right, so the three players that were put on the reserve COVID-19 list were, let's see, a practice squad tight end. They're a long snapper, and they're starting nose tackle, Daquan mm-hmm. Jones. Those three. I, would I try suppose, to... you know, we could, they could be tested again today. It could come back negative. Who knows? I don't know. The Titans should try to use it to get into the heads of the Steelers. Be like, it's one of our defensive guys, and he's playing. He's playing this week. You think that's going to get in the heads of the Steelers? Yeah, because imagine, like, you sack Ben Roethlisberger, then you go, I'm the guy. I don't think they're going to play. <laughs> oh, they're, they're not, not gonna, allowed to they play. They don't get to play. No. <laughs> I, I, would to really special. <laughs> I would try to intimidate uh, Ben Roethlisberger with it. Uh, Sack him, be right on top of him, going, maybe I'm the guy, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe right into his face. I, then that'd be on his head the whole that. game. I would not recommend doing that. He'd be like, I think that dude just told me he's got Corona. Breathe right on me. That now it's not, in my head. That is not going to be good. Don't do that. Roger Goodell has sent team executives a letter saying that uh, this is proof that we need to remain vigilant. And I also think expected. Corona. Like at some point, you know, the what the NHL did to me is incredible. And the NBA, it's been outstanding. They've had no cases, which is wonderful. Baseball, you had cases. And I think the NFL is going to have to expect some cases and hope that it, that this is a reminder to everybody else that, you know what, we need to remain safe and do what we've been doing so that it doesn't happen again. Right. Because the baseball season after what happened to the Marlins and the Cardinals really had no issues the rest of the way. And now once they get into the bubble cities next week, you would think at that point we're beyond any trouble, you would think, and that they will complete the postseason. So if you're the NFL, take warning, make sure you don't let this happen to you or your team. Also, uh, real quick, Jerry, uh, Giants. Real quick, uh, we got time. Giants reporter Paul Dottino. Yes. He reached out to me on Twitter and said, Hey, Al, listen to Jerry. There is no such thing as an unfortunate play by play assignment. That is exactly right. There's no such thing. You get They're someone all wants good. To, he's exactly right. If someone wants to pay you to go do play by play, you go do it. You do it. You study it and you do it. Let me ask you this. What did you feel about yesterday, Jerry Jones? Mm-hmm. Good morning. Yes. Jerry Jones did his uh, usual Dallas radio hit. Yes, he did. And he was discussing mobile quarterbacks. And some people feel that he was dissing Dak Prescott. I think those people are idiots. And other people feel like he was not dissing Dak no, Prescott. No, I actually think he complimented him. The people, the people who think he was dissing Dak Prescott seem to think that uh, that Jerry Jones was saying certain mobile quarterbacks who can run around and then also look downfield and hit their receivers, even though they've been running around not Something looking downfield. Dak has also done. 
but which he didn't wasn't able to do at the very end of the game, which he evaded that sack, which was unbelievable. He was cut. If you, I went and listened to it. And I listened to it three times, and it's like forty something seconds. So I can't Good play morning. it all this morning, but I may I can chop it up. I suppose what he was doing. The question was asked of him was, "Do you, after watching the Monday night game, do you believe that there's a big gap between your team and a team like the Chiefs?" And he basically said, yeah, that's a complete football team. They just won the Super Bowl. They're hitting on all cylinders. He said, and you look at the quarterback and the running back, they're really good. And then he says, even the quarterback we just played, these guys are special. They do amazing things. He said, even like what Dak did, he goes, you know, being able to stay on his feet, remarkable play. It ended up in an interception. He goes, you know, these guys have made the plays. Okay. So so why did people think that was a diss? I don't know. Do you understand bullshit? <laughs> exactly. Because when I saw the headlines and I saw some people posted on Twitter, I'm like, oh my God, did he actually say that Dak can't make those plays that these guys made? No. He was referencing he, he was referencing the specific play that resulted in an interception Settle Sunday. down just a little bit. That mm-hmm. these guys make those plays too. And they make them. It was well, Dak has made those plays as well. That Dak did not get sacked. I on agree. That, that I was totally crazy. Agree. And I you know what? When he let the ball go from where he was on the field. There was zero expectation that anyone right. was going to be wide open in the end zone. Right. Just wing it and give it a shot. Because if you're the Seahawks, it's the only way you lose the game. Like, you had to have had five guys in the end zone. Oh, uh, we got to take a break. I'm getting you mm-hmm. Good morning. Quick break. On the other side, we'll wrap I things up. I don't like your attitude. You, you're telling me quick break. You're still playing clips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put your damn act together yourself. Okay? All right. Got it. Here we go. We're going to take a quick break. We'll get you boomerang you at the top here on the fan. But first, a radio.com sports minute with the great Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right. We got a couple more minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo at six. Yankees win big last night in Cleveland, take a 1 0 series lead. NBA Finals. Beginning tonight between the Lakers and the Heat and Henrik Lundqvist about to be bought out by the Rangers, Al. Now, does Tanaka get Gary Sanchez to catch him tonight? Is that the story? I would think so. We'll get the starting lineup somewhere midday, but I would certainly think so, yeah. They've got a connection, those two guys, I hope? Uh, I don't know. That I don't know about. But I know Mm. Higashioka is now uh, Garrett Cole's personal catcher, I guess. Personal catcher. And if you're going to keep throwing seven innings and 13 strikeouts, we're going to continue that. That works. Yeah. If I was Tanaka, I'd be like, I want him too. That guy calls <laughs> a good game. I want him. Get rid of Sanchez. <laughs> now, when you get a situation, Jerry, like Garrett Cole pitching and Higashioka catching, who gets to decide the pitches? Like, why does the why does the catcher well, would, decide that? Why does the catcher decide? Yeah, because he's what calling he the know? game. Now, why? the pitcher can call him off. And there are managers, not many, but there are managers that will call the signs from the dugout, but not many. I would think Higashioka is wow, calling them. And in certain cases, yeah. And Garrett Cole shakes off when he doesn't like the decision. So but why doesn't he just make the decision then? Like, why be, shake it off? Because he's not going to give the catcher the sign. Mm. That would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? That, that was would uh, awesome. Zach Granke did that, remember? In Tampa, <laughs> he was telling the batter, hey, here comes oh, the yeah. fastball. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 